Hello, nature lovers. Welcome to Grand Birds. A show about bird life and birding in Moab and Grand County. Welcome to Grand Birds. On today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to one of our most common winter birds, the dark-eyed junco. Juncos are small sparrows that spend much of their time on the ground or hopping about in low trees and bushes. They are typically dark gray or brown with a pink bill, though they are most easily identified by their bright white outer tail feathers that they flash in flight. They tend to flock up, and you'll usually hear them making high chip notes as they forage. These are especially noticeable when they flush into cover. Though both sexes sometimes sing a quiet series of trills, warbles, and whistles, the males broadcast a loud, even trill in the spring that is hard to miss. More than in most other species of birds, there is rather broad geographical variation in juncos. In fact, there are 15 described subspecies. Of those, six forms with distinct plumage types are easily identifiable in the field. In Grand County, we are lucky enough to have more subspecies of dark-eyed junco than in many places. Here, you can expect to see four plumage types. Oregon, pink-sided, gray-headed, and slate-colored. Of these, the Oregon subspecies is probably the most striking. The males, wearing an almost black hood that contrasts with its light brown back, buffy sides, and white belly. The slate colored is aptly named for its mostly dark gray or drab brown above with a white belly. The pink-sided has, you guessed it, pink sides with a gray head, and the gray-headed, again, has a gray head and a distinctive reddish-brown patch on the shoulder. This one is my personal favorite. And for all of these, don't forget those flashy white tail feathers. Here in Grand County, we see juncos year-round though not all subspecies in all places at all times. Gray-headed juncos can be found at higher elevations in the LaSalle's in the summer. Oregon and pink-sided are easier to find, as you can see them year-round in town. Look for them especially along the creek corridors and at feeders. Slate-colored juncos don't occur here as often, but look for them among flocks of Oregon and pink-sided. This is an instance in which it pays to look at every single bird in the flock. Be aware that it can sometimes be rather challenging to identify which subspecies you are looking at, especially when IDing females and juveniles. With multiple subspecies occurring here, it is quite possible that we see some mixed subspecies individuals, or what ornithologists call intergrades. So, if you're watching a group of juncos in Grand County, be ready for some hard, if not impossible, to ID individuals. So, you might be asking, why are there so many different kinds of dark juncos? And why do they look so different? Why are they not considered different species? Thanks to advances in genetic analysis and to scientists asking these same questions for decades, we have some answers. It turns out that these distinct-looking juncos all originated from an entirely different species that hails from the highlands of Mexico, the yellow-eyed junco. This related bird looks much like the gray-headed subspecies of the dark-eyed junco, only with an unmistakably bright yellow eye. Starting after the last glacial maximum, yellow-eyed juncos spread north, following the receding glaciers. Over time, as they spread into new habitats across the continent, and as different groups became isolated from one another, 
they evolved distinct plumage types. This happened relatively recently, only a few thousand years ago, which means that genetically speaking, all those subspecies are still pretty similar despite how different they may appear. This explains why, where their ranges overlap, they can and do still interbreed, keeping them from continuing to evolve into separate species, and along the way, continuing to provide dedicated birders with lots of identification challenges. Perhaps given enough time and isolation from other groups, some of these subspecies will become distinct enough to be considered separate species. We'll just have to keep following this exciting tale of evolution in action to learn what happens. This has been Grand Birds. I'm Brandy Bowmaster. Thanks for listening.